right. Yeah. Drop that verse. Drop that beat. Oh, yeah. You ready? Seven. Yep. Here we go. Let's go. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified Westside host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming to you from the Pico Youth Center in the city of Santa Monica, California. Sitting across from me is my co-host, my partner, the Mad Indian. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Small town reservation, boy. Yeah. American Indian, Southern California, an elegant barbarian. Just a small town. Come on! Man, I wanna sing along. Living in a lonely world. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Come on! A reservation boy. Born and raised in South Detroit. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, hot, hot, back from one of the greatest concerts I've seen in a long time. Some of you call it Crypto.com Arena. I fucking still call it LA Live, bitches! You hear that? That audio is being brought to you by no other than the greatest guy to do it. Uh, Old Blue Eyes himself. Oh, uh, uh, wow. Um, uh, fuck. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Shit, wait, 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 wait. You don't have to be embarrassed. That's your side. Wait, what you like to do? What you like? What you like when hold you like? Hold on, hold on. You know what on. he does is I'm, he, he rubs pearl little... cream on the tip of his dick and I'm listens sorry, to that. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having <laughs> some audio difficulties. Difficulties? Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? He drips right Oh, oh there we no. Go. Sorry about that. Oh. I'm on my shit. It's a whole different vibe. I'm on my shit now. Alligator oil. Sean Lewis. Certified audio professional. Come on. Engineer, my Come friends. on! Yeah! Come on! Show. Oh, the day I was born, the owners got around. We're off to a good start yeah, this Saturday yeah, morning, yeah, you guys. That, guys. Welcome to the show, man. Right. We got, uh, we've got unsigned hype in the room. We got oh, King Salmon over here. Hold on, hold on. Here it goes. Here's his theme song. Are you ready? Oh, his God. theme song is coming right now. Here it goes. Yeah, to the front yeah. stage, going up, stream, ready to spawn. It is none other than King Santa. Speak up, boy. All right, thank you for that. Where's this guy at? There he is. There he is. This guy's on. Ladies Come on. Gentlemen. King gentlemen. Salmon never thank comes empty handed. Thank you so much. Came in with a fucking a handful, a bucket full of coffee. Yeah, yeah, much too late for good Wake us up. So he's <laughs> yeah. sitting in. Nice to have you here, King nice Salmon. To, dude, nice to be here. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, very good. Shumahan. You told Listen, me. listeners. Yes. Shumahan. Yes. Sean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What I want to talk about, man. I want to talk about this show. Yeah. We haven't really. 
spent many episodes talking about our show, where it comes from, the DNA of our show, um, and what we're really about. And right. I wanted to kind of, I wanted to kind of go over there and set the record straight with people. Oh, you're setting the record straight. All right, let's go. Nah, no. We started this Whoa. show, man, and I, I feel like we. We started the Hard Luck Show, and we had a demographic that we were kind of focused on. That stories and people that we felt were important and needed to be heard. Right. Um, and Bro. and we were doing something that I I feel like was lacking. That there wasn't there wasn't a show like that. We didn't start a podcast just to start a podcast. We felt that there was a huge piece missing. In society in general, man. In the audio landscape, in the media environment. Right. Right. And uh, from the places that we come from, we wanted to tell some stories and have people come on and share some stories that that were different from what you're usually hearing, you know? And fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks. That's right. You know? Fill the void. And I think maybe listeners, and we're talking to you right now, if you're listening to this, you're devoted, or not even a devoted, maybe this is your first time listening to Hard Luck Show, wanted to... Kind of just set some things straight or speak from the no, heart. No, bro. Right. No. Lepke, let him talk, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, Jim I absolutely. Listen, this is, let me tell you something. And, and you know what? I want to give a shout out to Pupo, Beard Oil, to Marsola and to Calco because we had a show last week where it kind of talked about right. our show right. and kind of where we were going and, and what was happening with our feedback. Feedback. It was, it yeah, was a feedback. It was constructive. Show. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know, Chumahan. Help me out here. Well, uh, all right. Listen. You know where we're getting at. You know what we're getting at here. All right. Here's the deal. Mm. Well, one of the things is, first and foremost, right, oh, Blue Eyes cut a promo. Yes. Okay. And, and one of the difficulties that we've had uh, to a, a certain extent is like, and we've talked about it. What mm. is this show? What can people right. expect when they come here? Like when you f scroll through your fucking lame podcast list, right. you still haven't lost that 35 pounds you've been talking about. You're yep. blaming a gland. You're looking around. You wish you had a better man. You wish you had a better chick, but you don't have the guts to go do it wish yet. Wish you had a better job. Wish you had a better dick. All of that. Right. Here's the thing, though. You're looking through all that shit trying to figure out what it is. What is the hard luck show? What does the name mean? What fucking right. topics are we Right. What are we covering? Right. And when we first if you really want to get serious, the original Genesis, mm -hmm. right, was just Steve and I in a smoky room smelling of wine and cheap perfume. Yes. And talking about, you know, what would be good is to have some of Steve's friends come on. Right. That was the original. That was the original idea. Right. And we talked mm -hmm. a little bit about and we got that going. And then we also understood something that that doesn't get out there and that's these lifer stories right you remember Absolutely. you you produced and and uh, sourdough shattered heel helped uh execute right going up to san francisco mm -hmm. and talking to i mean you gotta really think about it too we rented uh we got a hotel room and we just invited every lifer that you could find that, that had gotten out of prison after doing a life come sentence. on in and lay it out lay us mm -hmm. tell us the story how and did shout out to health right 360 walden house yeah they and played a part in it shout out to ralph shout everybody out to ralph. ralph fan favorite yeah yep. and uh so we went up there got lied to by mr stevens about how he broke his foot said he was horsing <laughs> around we found out later yeah. something else that yep. was funny but the issue is is like so we got lifer stories and part of the hard luck right Mm -hmm. is that they had a they these folks these people had a hard situation 
Right. But they survived it. They had a hard they had a hard situation that turned into an even harder situation. They then it got even into a harder situation. Exactly. And somehow they made it through and they're coming out and they're telling the real story of it. Right. Not the fucking behind the music fucking jack off bullshit. You know, all that stupid shit that Oprah and Good Morning America. Fuck you, Good Morning America. Fuck you, Oprah. All that shit never really gets to. The Absolutely. truth, the dark thoughts, and 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 to put something on top of it is, you know, you guys, listen, man, I'm not a fucking some tough guy. I'm not a killer. I didn't uh, do fucking twenty years. I didn't know. You got That's busted knuckles, though. I have uh, seen your you scarred know, knuckles. I, I spent some time upstate, man. Um, I come from a neighborhood out here in Southern California, and and I felt like number one, um, I met so many special people in prison, man. Yeah. And a lot of them will never get out, you okay. know, hopefully some of them will. And I, I listened, I, I spoke to a lot of gentlemen in prison and I listened to their stories, man. And I felt like, for one, I feel like every human being on this fucking planet has a story. That's true. Okay? And a lot of these stories were never going to be heard. And I'd share with some people about different things and they were just intrigued. And I felt like... Everybody has some worth, and I felt like these stories were important. Just because these men had 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 committed some type of a crime, they were going to be away forever. That their stories were important. Right. You know, laws started getting passed, and guys that had no dates started getting dates and getting out. Right, because government didn't want to pay for fucking health care for senior okay, citizens. That's really what it. That's, that's it's really about. when right, you want right. to get down to. Yeah, you're Sixty years old, you've done this and this. You fit the the, the right. You know, and you get to get out. Right, because that's when we'll put you on a, a methadone maintenance yeah. program and keep you fucking brain dead Sub-boxing for the next twenty years. So, um, I felt like those stories were important. Those guys started getting out. Now there were guys that weren't doing life, and I felt like their stories were important. Their experience in prison, whether they were still on the same path when they got out, or they had changed, it doesn't matter. Their story is important. I also met lots of homies from different neighborhoods that grew up in a culture that I grew up in. If you're from Southern California, you're part of a neighborhood, man. There's, you know what I'm talking about, you guys. Or if you have cousins or uncles right. or brothers. You know what I'm talking about. Right. I've met, you know, hundreds. And, and Chumahan likes to joke about, like, guys named Porky and dudes named Hazard. Right. Yeah, man. And these are just stories, man. And I felt like these stories are really important, man. These people all play different important parts in my life. And uh, I felt like I wanted those stories to be brought to the forefront. And I wanted people to be able – I wanted these gentlemen to be able to share their stories because I find that they're important. And that they're great stories and that everyone has a story. And so that was really the context of really bringing this. I've also lived a, an interesting life, you might say. People might say I've had a colorful life. And I've rubbed shoulders with a lot of people from Titan prison to the peaks of Hollywood, you know? Right. And I felt like collectively, me and Chumhan were like, dude, let's just start bringing your friends and hearing all the different stories from different areas. Well, so th- what, what, what came out of that was the concept that what made you stand out amongst your peers in certain ways was the fact that you also lived in different worlds. You're right. Worlds that normally don't don't mix. mix. Right. And how is it possible? What kind of a person is able to dialogue, meet, hang out with these type folks and these other type folks? Right. And so so the lifers and the prison side is a part of you, but there's so much more. 
And, and, and in truth, even for the prison guys, right? Even for the guys in neighborhoods and stuff, right. there's so much more. Absolutely, man. So, so much more than just that. Right. So we wanted to also then expand a little bit. And we started talking about true crime because some of the folks that we dealt yeah. with, you know, Lepke sold that bunk weed to the Night Stalker. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't miss the fact that these stories somehow are going to touch right. true crimes. Right. That we read about or right. those shoulders did. They did come into contact, which gives you, gives you a bird's eye view and you get to hear a story from how would you say it you on an internal like a a personal level a personal level and also maybe some context that you wouldn't, wouldn't know. normally get would you no one would write about it some, nobody knew about it some true crime sleuth mm -hmm. you know dirt bag that's just kind of like writing from the internet it's not going to be able to tell you what it smelled like in men's county jail or what fucking richard ramirez was doing when he's asking you for fucking weed through the door how oj's getting food brought to us so like yeah different shit you're not gonna hear that right but you're gonna hear it here because there more than likely there were some people on the show that were there um and, right and another thing there was something else i was gonna say oh and i want to give a shout out right now you guys listen listen to me real closely i went into business at 20 years old with Esteban Orio and Mr. Cartoon, Mark right. Machado. Think about that. And for- Hey, Esteban, can you uh, say, <laughs> this is Esteban Orio, listen to the Hard Luck Show, motherfuckers, Monday, Wednesday, Friday? This is Esteban Orio, listen to the Hard Rock Show, Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> that Esteban Orio. That Esteban Who uh, <laughs> is my fucking, you know, him and another friend, Named PR. These are my two best friends in right. my life, man. You guys, Esteban. So those guys, now I'm saying it on the mic and everybody knows who those two guys are. But at 20, nobody really knew who they were. You Except know? And we, you. Right. And it was us three building and promoting a culture and building something. Now, it, just think about it. And as time passed and things started to grow, um, I came into contact with a lot of different people through those relationships, man. And um, my life started to mix in, in multiple different circles. And it, with Chumahan being a friend of mine for 20 years, when we originally sat down and talked about that, he's right. like, dude, let's just, let's just start bringing in your friends, man. And, and that's what we started doing. And I think that the DNA of this show kind of was spawned from that. And we stayed on that page for quite a while. Right, Chumahan? Yeah. And that was really what the show began to become, was really about. And I wanted to talk today, and I wanted to bring up that. If you listeners felt like maybe over the last six months, yeah, you've seen some changes in our show, or you you tuned in, you're like, wow, where did that come from? Or what, what's that? That doesn't really fit the, uh, it doesn't seem like hard luck show. I began to feel like maybe we had moved off our what do you, what, what, I don't know, path. Maybe we had veered a little bit yeah. to the left or right. And uh, in talking to Pulpo last week and getting some constructive criticism, me and Chumahan and Sean started talking on our own during the week. And me and Chumahan started getting clear with, what is this show, man? And how can we work to stay on point with what this show really brings and what this show is about? You right. Know? And really bring it back to the context that we originally signed up for and wanted to bring to you listeners 
Right. It it is. I'm, the only issue now look, this is this is, you know, we haven't pre-talked about that. that is true. That and what we've I think, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but what I thought was, right, because also the show, you know, it has three hosts. The the unholy trinity of talk. Yes. Everybody already knows it. We've all been kicked out of standard media. Mm-hmm. We've all NBC, fucking Fox, fucking all those fucking gelatinous, dickless wonders have said to us, you will Go ne- get fucked. Yeah, you will never be on this show. Right. You guys are not allowed. Yeah. You're just too damn loud. Right. And so, and so we decided, right, okay, so there's three hosts, and this is what it is. And we're focusing on these aspects because... That we bring different perspectives. So you, it's your show. Your name is on the fucking. When we walk through the hall to victory, it's your name that's painted on top. It says luck. Yes. Right. Indeed. And and all of the players tap it for good luck before we go into a recording. Right. Yes. And the thing of it is, is, is that we also we also say a prayer, babe. Yes. We also um, are dialoguing with our core audience as well. Yes, and engaged. as the Any Means show showed us, not only is there things we can learn from our core our audience, well, right, 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 but there's things that the core audience can learn from us. Absolutely, right, because we have all been through some things and done some things. That's part of the heart, and we've broadened a little bit the topic of what does it mean to <laughs> stand up to a challenge. Yes, the fuck does that mean? Instead of creating another clusterfuck distraction, getting yourself under control and standing up to a challenge and fucking getting to the next level. To keep going. To make it. Right. To what you said originally. To finish something. To, to execute. The yeah. fuck is that? What kind of shit is that? Uh, it's Bill Gates on my computer trying to stop my flow. Listen. But that's the point of the matter. And so the issue is, is this, Right. Where is where we just said we said, you know, whenever you make like anything, there's core ingredients. Right? Like it, it doesn't matter what you put in the tortilla. At some point, it ain't a fucking burrito. Exactly. Right. Yeah. There's certain core elements that got to be in there. And so for us, we're saying like the carne, the fucking meat, Queso, the, the frijoles. Right. The a lot of that is right. De gallo. The guys you know, the, the stories, the crime, and, sure. and, and in the real history, right? Black history, Chicano history, Indian history. That's got to get out there. Otherwise, people get stuck in containers of stupidity. So the issue is like, what is all that? And then, right, maybe a little lettuce, maybe a little bit of cilantro. But if you don't have that core elements, it's not a fucking burrito. And listen, this is a message. If you're upstate... If you're sitting in a cell right now and you've heard this show or you're listening, however it might go, there's a lot of people out here that want to be a tough guy. <laughs> they think they're tough. Oh, they and I already know what you guys upstate are thinking about these guys, you know? <laughs> and I felt like, you know, you, you want to hear some stories of some dudes? You want to really hear? You think you're, you know, you've been through some shit? Oh, right. And that's, that's part of what I wanted to bring. You think you're some kind, and, and I want to bring these guys. Maybe have you think about what you're talking about, or think about what you're, what you're glorifying, or you know. I wanted to bring the real to the table on some levels. I mean, what other fucking show? It's and and, and not only shout out to everybody upstate, you guys. I'm sending my love. 
to the state of California, all the homies up in the CDC. Man, this show is partly for you guys, man. And that's partially why we did the the series with the underground scholars. Yep, right. Absolutely talked about the theoretical, the legal, the experiential. And this is not a glorification, you guys. I think we do a very good job at sharing a story. Right. We're just delivering the story. Right. 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 And but but listen, and this is now this is me. But what show would you hear? Right. Somebody tell another guy, right? The guy says, we need to stop glorifying. He wasn't talking about us, but he was talking about whatever. And he's like, we need to stop glorifying the gang life. We need to stop. And then where in the show would somebody stand up and say, wait a minute. What about white people? You don't hear them not not glorifying the CIA. Right. They fucking love that shit. Look at Westerns. Why are we in a fucking massacre? Right. Brother, Why right? is there a double standard? Fuck it. Right. We, I mean, I'm not no. saying we should do all that. No. But it's part of history. And how many times have I set forward to say, because there was that one time where you were like, man, I laid out a lot of shit. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. And then I was like, wait a minute, bro. History is crime. All, all history is a story about crime. Brother, when you, when you, when you really, really opened you know what you said to me once? You said all these either saints or guys that we idolize now, these guys were straight killers, bro. Right. These were like huge criminals. Right. And now we we hold them at such a... And Chumon was like, in fucking 50 years from now, right. you and these other criminals right. will be... You know? And it made... It was like, it's all about crime, dude. It is. Think about that, you guys. Look <laughs> back into history. Look at your Bible. Read the fucking Bible, bro. Oh, it's just, it's just a fucking bunch of crazy shit. Right. So, like, I mean, what, what is- are we doing that's so fucking wrong? Nothing. Now, let's it. Let's go rob a bank. Fuck it. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. No, but you're right. No, that, that's all true. And, right, even, like, you go, you know, hackers, these fucking black hats. Black hat hackers, they're like, but all those guys wind up working for the government and they become sheriffs. Mm. You get those guys to catch the other fucking dildos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, so, 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 I, I, I say, so, so, all right, fuck it. I don't even know if we really talked about this, but I think from my perspective, like, what am I contributing to the show in, in this regard? I think part of what I add to the hard luck or the hard is to, at peril to myself or peril to whatever, to a certain extent, to ask hard questions mm-hmm. and show a hard, like, think hard, like, really think hard. Not be tough, but, I mean, be real critical and be unafraid to ask or look at certain things that you hold sacred, the way a farmer holds the soil <laughs> sacred, and then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, and then question it. And then fucking question it. Chumahan. (laughs) This guy's a fucking... This guy is a professor of law. (laughs) Bro, with the knowledge of the law, with your knowledge of history, the amount you've read, with the life that you lived, a hard fucking life as a kid growing up, man. Like, this show wouldn't be what it is. This show wouldn't exist, first off, without Sean and Chumahan. Right. Uh, me and Chumahan would have never figured out how to fucking put audio and publish and like, this is Sean, dude. Sean understands this, came to the table. He does this shit blindfold. Right. Chumahan, yes, I may bring 
90% of the guests in here. Right. But as you guys can hear, man, Chumahan is a master at keeping us on track, asking the right questions, like, which allows me to then pop in and, and play my part. But Chumahan, you're a driving force of how these interviews go. You know, you're able to ask the questions. You're able to keep us on on point, man. It's like, but but but, thank you. And but the issue that I I want to raise for myself is that I because of my background, I do question, don't start crying. I do, <laughs> I do, I do question everything. You're all welling up, bro. Don't you're at the cry. I just, please don't make a mockery of it. No, I do fucking question things to my own detriment. To my own, to the extent that there's yeah. people that I roll with, you know what I mean? And sometimes I'll be like, I don't think that doesn't make sense. What the, I don't, I, or yeah, that's true, but what about this? Yeah, you're willing to jump right into a hot pot of water. Uh, right. Boiling water. That's you exactly. Get yourself, yeah. Right? And it, but. But a half, we, have, we need that, dude. That's my role. I've learned that. I've accepted it now. I'm like, I'm not going to make friends. I don't care. Fuck you. All right? Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I'm the shithead. Or I, uh, there's a role for that. Somebody, I'll make nice with you. Chumano will fuck it all up. Right. right. I'll be like, well, wait a minute. You Love do it. have a third nipple. It's right, 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 right. What right. is that? Right. But, so, so, but I do think you really need that from a, a hard perspective uh, because you have to also look at yourself like that. You have to actually look at yourself. But like, for instance, when any means was on, mm-hmm. much respect to him, but like, you know, he was talking and it is true to a certain extent uh, about how much men are underappreciated or now in culture. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of guys are delivering the bacon, the fucking protecting the da 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 da. Nobody says shit. Now, that was coming from a guy that had to step in for women in his life in a major way. And yeah. you could understand that. Sure. You understand that, and I understand that in our own personal stories, right? But I was also cognizant of the fact that uh, I also do have to raise the other side of it to be fair in this conversation. Because we're all talking to each other, so it's all going to go the way, whatever, right? And my wife was listening to the show, and her eyes were rolling in the back of her head. She was like, that's so chauvinistic. I go, hey, 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 just wait. Why are you jumping the gun? <laughs> and then we talk about, but there is also guys that aren't handling business and the women are handling business at home. I, 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 I and we all, you, we all agree to that. Uh, we all agree to it. And I'm going to tell you right now, bro. True story. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, Chumahan. Go ahead. I, I truly, truly believe this in my heart, what I'm about to say. I love when you do this because it, it excites yeah. me, but it also scares me. I don't know what the fuck you're going to say. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I think men drive this world. I think men drive the world. Drive the world, okay? But with that, if men are are being if men are being born and they have no father and no direction, yeah. This whole world is fucking falling apart, man, because it's controlled by primarily by men. 
And if men, I think that all these men that are born that have no direction and no father around, yeah. that guys that just took off yeah. or didn't really, I think that leads to a mess of a world, bro. I'm not saying that it's right that men are primarily making a lot of the world decisions, right. but it, it just is like that. And so if that's the case and more and more men are being raised by a woman because the man didn't raise his son, you've got all these dudes that are fucking don't know what the fuck's going on. They don't know how to be men. Well, they're in a man's body, but they don't know really how to be. A, 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 that's how I feel, man. And no, I, feel I like agree with that. There's a lot of fucked up shit. I agree with that. And here's the issue. Man. A man needs another man to lead him down the road. How can a woman father a man? Well, a woman can't, I don't think, well, all right, listen, I don't know. Maybe there's And I know that that might bother some people, but that's how I see it. Okay, I understand how you see it. I agree with that to a certain extent. But what I will add to this is I will say this, right? I do think that, uh, that there are some women that could, far and few between, it's not as many as people think, could father a, a, a boy, for real, Be- in the same way. In the same, hold on, in the same way that there were female chiefs in a lot of warrior tribes, yes, they could. And they absolutely can. And I'm going to say this right now. Listen to me, listeners. Right. If Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. would have run, I would have voted for her. I felt like we needed a woman in there. I, thought that, I think that a woman would add some things to this and, country and what, that are lacking. And what the British have shown... And this is what's key. This is what's really key. Beneath this topic is another topic. And this is true for everything. And I was telling my wife this the other day. I was like, listen. If you love me, you'll fucking take it up. No. I said, listen. The thing of it is, is this. <laughs> Man, bro. <laughs> Just let you get me. yourself in hot water, bro. Me, uh, she, likes, she likes that. Yeah. I said, listen, (laughs) Um, the British have shown is that they can't put women in charge. And it actually seems to have no bearing on sex discrimination at the Uh, common level, right? Like, like thought Mar- Margaret Thatcher and the Queen are still in charge, and you can still have like a whole contingent of British men being chauvinistic, and it, and it like somehow it doesn't seem to contradict anything for right, them. Right. They don't trip out, right? Right. And I real and, and and I realize this because the people at the top share more in common with each other, regardless of race or gender, than they do to the clans of race and gender below. I agree with that. Right? So like a Hillary Clinton and all those types, they actually are all in the same club of whatever you want to call it, regardless of all the shit below. And this is why, and I am agreeing with you, that whether, whether it really biologically has to be the case, I don't know. We'll set that aside. If it's a fucking for a pinhead lab coat fuck face. But you could say this, right? Traditionally, the, the, the place of authority and freedom and independent thinking from all the hairy fucking marketing bullshit used to be located in the adult male in the United States. The, like your grandparent or your great-grandparent. The idea being that that dude, whoever that was, was running the shit on his little property. Yeah. Okay. 
And no, he wasn't going to hear about your summer spring sale. He didn't give a fuck. He already knew that was a whole bunch of bullshit, right? right. Schmatas. He's not, and listen, I get it. You got to make a living, but it's bullshit. I don't got to believe you wear white after this and right, you wear right. dark. Oh, that's a bunch of bullshit, right? And that was part of where it was. That has been, now that has been eroded under the guise of we're going to liberate women. Mm-hmm. Right. They eroded that a little bit and said, well, now women can go on. Now women go out into the workplace or whatever. Two things. Economically, they had to. It really wasn't a choice. And brown and black women have been working in the workplace since time right, immemorial. Exactly. So fuck you. Right. right? Exactly. So fucking whole bunch of black women that were not paid and were tortured and were able to work in the fields to yep. make white yep. men rich. Yep. Okay. So setting all that aside, right, though, the idea being we've got to take this independence and this fucking strength and the power to say no out of these families. Yeah. We got to fucking leech it out of the goddamn system. We'll divide the family. We'll split it up. These boys, these girls. You know what? I got a daughter and I and, and, and I Me actually. Too. Right. And you do, too. And I also think a daughter needs a father. Absolutely. Right. For all kinds the of The male reasons. figure just being removed is going to create a massive problem, bro. Right. And that massive problem is swelled and swelled and swelled. I'm going to tell you right now, Go man. Go ahead. I spent time in prison. I talked to a lot of guys. Go ahead. Is it by coincidence that 90% of the guys in there had no father figure? No, it's not. It's and, not by mistake, bro. And the idea is this. With that piece removed, there's... An opportunity for somebody else to come in and substitute. Yeah. Right? And most time, they're hoping that the person that comes in to substitute, right, is MasterCard, Visa, these shit-brain fucking uh, whatevers, or, right, some other organization. But you then you have a bunch of women right. raising right. daughters and sons, right. and these women, with, and they have every right to be resentful yes. and mad and angry yes so they're pouring that into the kid the daughter grows up with this perception of men right the man grows up feeling the guilt and having the shame of what his dad did from his mom right he's questioning it but he has no one leading him and then the next thing you know all fucked up bro the next thing you know you know he might this this kid who's become the and listen i know a lot of parents are saying well i don't say anything Unconsciously and subconsciously, you are not aware of all the shit that you do and say and act in front of your you children. Right. They're picking all that shit. Up. I sure wasn't until later on, wife. And so, what you wind up with is, let's say, a young man who's filled with shame and guilt about maleness and its toxicity, which right. there is toxic maleness. I'll agree, and it's coming from the only person that stepped in to fill the spot, the mom. Then let's say he comes on and he gets infused with energy because he's part of a, I don't know, maybe a podcast. And he finally gets on and he says something courageous and true that might, you know, be part of his legacy. And he wanted to speak out. Then he goes home and tells his mom. And then his mom puts the kibosh on everything and no longer he can't play anymore. Right. That's what happens. We've seen, we've seen things like that. <clears throat> yeah. I, I uh, you know, so... I'm I just think you. that this stuff starts to rot like some core values, so, some so, family values. So, and the then family you were, itself starts to fall apart. And I think that's what our society, 
that's a lot of the problems in this society. Imagine bro. how much you don't need to be liked on social media if you are totally secure in the fact that your parents have equipped you and love you. I mean, dude. You'd be like, like, clicking a heart. You fucking eat my ass, motherfucker. I don't need that. And you uh, know, I, I, my grandparents, God bless, to the ancestors. They used to mute commercials back then. <laughs> they used to mute. No, I my remember, grandfather used to mute commercials. Right. As soon as he came on. As soon as he come on, dude, like, that should be off. That yeah, shit, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and when that would happen, right, that that did set in my mind, like, I can't trust advertisers. Right, right. right. I don't well, care. Well, we know where you're at with that, Chuma. We can't with trust. With the whole <laughs> consumer selling man, you. Like, man, we can't trust. You ain't my friend. Right, right, right. But my point being is you're right. Breakdown of the family. So hard luck now that we've, we've circled all around to this. In essence, is an attempt to tell the true. We're not hard... selling you anything, right? Yeah, we have some shirts. Fucking... Yeah, hey, but uh, well, by the way, pulpo. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yes, but these are people red that show, help sponsor <laughs> our, our show, dude. But get, get, you get what I'm saying. Though. No, no. If you guys want to subscribe to the show, we went through that model. But if you guys want to come on the show, if you want us to switch to a subscriber model, so that we go completely. What's going on? Uh, Jeff, the manager, just walked Rolled in. in with his daughter. Right. Oh, I thought that was his executive assistant. Yeah. That's, right. a eight, that's an 8 o'clock start. Got it. That's Got an 8 it. 743. Good man. 15 minutes early. See he's that? Oh, man, this dude's on time. Professional. Point. Yeah. Professional. That's why he's a fucking manager. That's partly why he's... Cosmetic. He's a fucking uh, chemist, a manager. The guy does fucking five different jobs. Go on. But back to what we're talking about. But in, in, in any way... Uh, to me, what the Hard Luck Show is about is filling a, a piece that is beyond just, you know, recognition for people that are already like us. We are that. But it's also about expanding the way you think, critical analysis. And you know what? For me, sacrificing some sacred cows for a new answer, for a new way of looking. Like fucking, you know, I've heard that. And that doesn't cut the mustard. If it did, we'd be winning by now. So what the fuck? That can't really be that good. Cut it. And, and, <laughs> and yeah, man. And I, I think that, like, I don't know how to say it in terms of, like, I, I've put myself out there and taken a chance with this show. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a fucking fine line. And if you can't read between the lines, mm. then you can't read between the lines. Right. But I've put myself out there, you know. And it's it's sometimes not it's sometimes it's not that easy to bring all this stuff to you guys. It's a it's a tightrope rock, a tightrope walk at times, you know. Right. But it's important enough to me that I'm willing to put my name on it and and bring this show to you with my partners, man. It's important. These are important stories. The you know that's the other thing I want to say, Chumon. It's like we're t we're telling american stories dude yeah. this is american history if you listen to anything on this show this show is about american history you guys we have never been and i'm talking about everybody on both sides of the aisle we have never been more conformist mm -hmm. more controlled more propagandized ever in this country than now Right now, you think because you eat a fucking burger with avocado on it that you're a gourmand. Mm. Bullshit, Or buddy. that you, because you can get your frappuccino with oat milk that you've got freedoms. Right. You got a choice in the matter. Right. You think you know something because you read the Wikipedia page. Right. Right? 
You think X, Y, and Z. Because you, you watched how to install a motherfucking fuse on fucking YouTube. You think you're a fucking electrician. Yeah, old blue eyes. Fucking right. blue eyes. Fucking blue. Right, going to be black eyes in about two minutes. <laughs> We're going to show you our brown eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. Then you're going to show us your brown eye, boy. It's musky. You no. see? Only on the hard luck show can you <laughs> yeah. go from fucking. Hard luck. So, Sean, you've heard it all. You've, you're, yeah, you've you're, kept silent this whole time, boy. You've watched a lot of YouTube videos on how to install fuses. Oh, uh, sure. Tell us, what, where are we at? What, what is your analysis, my friend? The final word. Well, I would say. Thank you. Th- you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> no, seriously. All right, next. No. Um, so, uh, there's a lot of talk about the future of this show but what can the listener feely it was touchy feely talk what can the listener expect going forward steve i i'm i'm working harder man to bring the stories and bring you the original dna like we're talking about and that's a lot of a lot of just i think i don't know i don't know how to answer that because i don't want to answer in the way and go like oh we're gonna bring more uh ex-convicted felons we're gonna bring more you know active unactive gang members more true crime but uh, there's there's a lot of that is what we're gonna bring dude you know well, and um, more true crime and more true crime and more american contemporary and american history contemporary american history and the same pop culture shit to a certain extent from people that are real people that's right not a bunch of f- fucking idiots right. that learned their learned their jokes from memes that everyone's already seen we're also going to bring you a lot of creative people yes. that maybe never went to prison maybe none of that directors but, right but they've they've stayed on a path and they've had their hard path or or, somehow- or they've had an amazing experience where they made out with one of the top supermodels on a pyramid in Tulum so it's all about like and i think that's the that's that's really the the where this show comes from it's like you had to go through some shit man yeah. life's not perfect you don't win all the time that's right. a bunch of bullshit yeah. man and motivation only gets you so far it only gets you so far man and everybody listen to me you guys everybody has shit in their life and everybody has good in their life nobody has just one you guys that's not life life is good and bad it's good and bad, man. And you take it all. And these these stories and these shows are about people that have been able to to hey. take eat them both and keep on moving. And the show is about not avoiding what is hard. What 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 I see around me are experts in avoidance. They say they want a confrontation. They say they want to overcome a situation and it comes at them and what they do they do? They find some way to kind of slip by it and they don't deal with the core issue at hand. What is hard? Right. What is hard, bro? Right. Is hard, is hard 18 years in a box? Right. Is hard growing up on a fucking Indian reservation? Right. What's being hard, Fat man? with a perm and having your dad pretend he doesn't know who you are when you get off the plane? Pissing in your fucking pants every time you walk by your dad. Ooh, what's hard? Yeah, what what's is hard, hard, bro? What's hard? You know? So that's up to you, listeners. That's why we pose that question. Think about it, man. And listen to our show, man. And maybe it'll put some perspective into your life. Yeah, maybe you'll wake up. And, 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 and I feel like no matter what, every fucking episode that you listen to, yeah. all 300, 
We're beyond that. that even beyond now. that. You will take something. I know this for the truth. You'll take something away from every one of our shows. Right. If and, you listen. And now that we've laid it fucking clear, if you don't understand, then you're never going to understand. You might right. as well just fucking ring a cash register at Starbucks and maybe you'll make it to Barista. Maybe. Maybe. But now we'll turn it over to the King of Kings. Salmon, you've heard it all. Yeah, King Salmon, what's tell your us, opinion? Tell us what you've heard and what's hard and all that stuff. Go. I've come to realize that professional bongos are really intense. And that, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, and there you explains go. it all. And now that you explains heard it. I mean, it all. King Salmon, <laughs> the Sean, best, bro. Sean, look at your face. What, what's that <laughs> look that you just gave? Confusion. Confusion. Wait, wait, wait. We're out of here, we're out of here. We're out of here. All right, Blue right. eyes. <laughs> well, I think that was... Uh, <laughs> if you don't get it, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't get it by now, you don't get it. But... One um, thing... Wait, one thing. Is, oh, 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 one oh, thing oh, here we go. Is, Blue eyes. <laughs> Blue eyes. <laughs> Blue eyes. John? Um, Blue one eyes. thing that's very... Blue eyes. Blue eyes. <laughs> Blue eyes. Go ahead. Go ahead. One thing that's very consistent about this show <laughs> is that you never know what you're going to get when you tune in. You don't. Yeah, of course. You don't. You One don't. thing. Hey. It's funny because that shit keeps He's on going off. His own drops, hey, dude. hey. Yeah, that shit keeps on going off when that everybody else is talking. That was when, ta- when he talks. They ain't right, 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 popping yeah. off, you know? I'm going to have to make my own board. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, but sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's poignant. Um, it's always interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, big shout out to Lepke and Schmitty. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going big through shot. it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hard luck. Hey. <laughs> It's, it's hard luck. It's part of the journey. <laughs> Might be the hard part. Maybe there's a lucky part. But it's the hey, journey. life is good and bad. Right? It's you good and bad. Both, you gotta eat the good and you, you gotta eat, eat the, the bad. bad and keep it moving. And keep it moving. Um, hey, everybody, when uh, you go on and you see OG Lep's uh, Instagram, because hey, listen, nothing's necessarily a secret. We didn't say anything. We don't know anything. But send your prayers and love to OG Lep and Schmidt. And if you can understand what he's posting, like if you could unsolve that riddle, let us know. Let, <laughs> let us know, and you get. I made a post. I made a post this week. I, I put up a post on Instagram this week, and it talked about the journey of life. Right. And for a very long time, I've taken the whole thing personal. For a long time, of course, all this stuff. What do you mean by personal? personal? What do you mean? Like when something happened, it was like, why is this happening to me? Right. The journey of life. Right. And (laughs) what I've come to understand, and I'm coming to understand, is what we talked about, and that's that you can't have good without the bad, and you can't have bad without the good. And this experience, all of it, man, is a gift. It's a journey, man. And if you can remember to not take it personal. It's going to help you out, man, to keep moving. Keep moving. And with that, I'm going to say hasta la vista. Love all you listeners, man. Hey. And let's kill it in 22. Hardluckshow.com. Hardluckshow.com. Hardrockshow. Hardcockshow. Hardluckshow.com. Uh-huh. Ovando Bowen LLP. Tribe. Uh. 
Vibes, Tribal Streetwear, Cookies, Estevan oh, Oreo. Guys. How about your uh, punk? Uh, how about Supermax? Supermax. Hardware.com. Dude, what about Dragon Bags? Dragon, Dragon Bags. bags. Oh, Dragon no. these ball bags Dragon all nuts. over your face. Nice. Your face Dragon these bags. Yeah. Dragon Tell bags. us the state of Dragon Bags right now. On Fuego, baby. We're on Fuego right now. We're on, on Fuego. What's Fuego? On fire. Not Why? Fire, What's going on? When's the next time you're going to Minnesota? I, and, I, and the other thing is, brother, like, uh, I don't know how it's going to work out, but uh, I think that we should, I think that the, maybe the next time you come, instead of the coffee, bring some hoodies for us. Or a hat. Hoodies? Yeah, you wore a hat. Hats just... and hoodies? Yeah. Oh, no, you don't have to go boom both, but at least maybe bring we'll one. We'd like to promote it. For sure, man. I'll bring hoodies. Okay. I'll, yeah. bring, wh- All right. I'll bring the hoodies. Hoodies? Hoodies? Yeah, hoodies. I'll bring the hoodies. <laughs> All right. When's your next, what's your next rap song? What are you working on right now, King Sam? Just trying to clean up everything that I've got out there. You right know now. we got a manager right here, manager oh, yeah. Jeff. Who manager manages Jeff over there. The burgeoning talent. I don't know if Jeff's heard of me yet, but, you know. Jeff, no, 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 a lot of people have. Well, Jeff's the man that can change all that. Mm-hmm. Jeff, Actually, how you if you want this shit to really pop off, it, Jeff is it. the man that can change. You know what? Jeff's Jeff? already got a star that he's polishing. I know, polishing I know right? See, yeah, yeah. And Mr. I, I D gave his... this is King Salmon, Jeff. Mr. D gave you uh, advice. He did? He yeah. did, I said. And they played you almost you. quit rap when Mr. I D. I did. I kind of freaked out. Dude, Mr. D. I, Mr. I, D almost quit. I so I go, Mr. D, can you please? <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here, dude. No way. I go like this. Listen, <laughs> listen. Like, nah, this dude, is a true story. Garbage. This is a true story. <laughs> come, on, like, come on. Come on. Get over here, Jeff. Come on. Jump on there real quick, Jeff. Con el payaso flaquito. Hey, listen. I sat there and I and I and 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 I played King Salmon. SoCal Wiz, right? SoCal Wiz. <laughs> Everybody knows that. God bless him. He's a, a, a giant among men. Yes. And we we and we played Mr. D a little bit of King Salmon's track. He's a burgeoning. He's actually been honing his craft for about forty years. Now. Forty years, one forty-one. <laughs> And so we played it, and Mr. D listened to it. And what it was his 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 response was, "You need to practice more," or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't quite like keep that. on going. It was, it was it a was little like, more intense yeah. than that. I, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, like, yeah. Ah, you know what? I'm fucking I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? No." So then, so then Salmon, right? <laughs> like, out of the blue, right? Uh, yeah. The guy doesn't listen to hardly anything I ever said. Then all of a sudden, Mr. D's like, "Yeah, he's got to go back to the drawing board." And he's like, <laughs> right. "You know what, dude? Fuck it. I'm you know, not doing rap. I'm doing it for me." I don't care if anybody goes right into <laughs> that rap, it, you know, that right. whole rap. Yeah. And I told them, I go, man, what are you, a little fucking punk? A little <laughs> yeah. bitch? Is that what you are? I, like, yeah. I go, a guy who actually is good at his craft is telling you, giving you the keys. Right. And what's your answer? You're going to close up shop? Fuck yeah. no. Right, yeah. Jeff. Get on that mic, Jeff. Tell this man. Tell him. I know. Well, that, that was the thing. I had, to re- right. I had to recalibrate. The thing is, is that I'm not used to having people of... You know, of people in the industry critique talk, you? critique my shit. I've never really had legitimate critiques. It's like just been me. <laughs> yeah, you got Tumon just shitting but, on you. No, no. I mean, all these were legitimate critiques. Nice. He didn't no, listen to me because I'm his cousin yeah, and related yeah, yeah, to him. They're too, way too close. He's way too close. I mean, I was like, ah, oh, he's just fucking with me, or you know, fuck with you. Sean's friends. giving him legitimate I know, critiques. I know, I know. Been like, bro, you got to finish a line. That's too hard headed, man. You are hard headed. I am. Why? Why because, are you so fucking hard headed? Well, that's just a sign of weak-mindedness. That's all that is. Ah, uh, see, and he's he's showing up with his A game today. Sweet. Do we have a? Do we have a? Let's listen to Manager Jeff now that we've got you here, Salmon. Do you got something that you can play, Sean, that will show Manager Jeff, who is an expert in music, uh, hip hop, who is uh, obviously a discerning ear. Everybody knows that. 
Um, yeah, give me a minute. All right, I'm gonna oh, get, oh, I'm gonna vamp to give him a minute. Um, so, Salmon, listen, why don't you tell Jeff, at least in the last year, what you've been doing in terms of getting your music out there? I've just been pretty much writing and just rapping over beats. I've been pulling up. So Pulling up from where? Well, I, I pull them up from like any of these the apps that are out there. So like Volco is out there, and then there's like another one, like Rap Fame's out there, and they got like beats that are just stock. Okay. And, you know, when I – after I got done with ALA, and I've been rapping for a long time, I mean, at least 20-something years with these guys, and then as we broke up, I would kind of kept writing, but the, I'm a beat writer. I, I listen to the beat. And I write with the beat, so I can write. So it's like without a beat, I really don't have much. I mean, I'm not really just like an off the top of my head write without music. I like to listen to it and then create something. Yes, out of it. I'm gonna listen I to it, and it create Sean. from it. So I kept asking, you know, I, because Sean was like Sean and Shimon were the guys that were making the beats. And I kept asking them, but eventually they just weren't making the beats. So I had to find a way to do it. But I kind of lost interest. So what happened was, I just said fuck it. So after he ALA, said, Fuck I it. went on to YouTube. I was grabbing instrumentals. I mean, a lot of the YouTube stuff you hear out there, they're just grabbed instrumentals. I had a tablet with a phone, and I built like a small little freaking, I don't know. I was just right, wrapping it in a tablet. That's dope. That's dope. Just trying. And then I just kept that's going. That's what a lot of guys and do, And I just right? kept that's going. So, so I just kept going. So I think I made like a bunch of stuff, like five or six things that are on YouTube. Here we go. Shh. Here we go. So like Lambo shit. shit. Hey, Yo. don't let, let him. Jeff? All right, I see you. Your yeah, tone of voice has to change yeah. over that. Well, okay, so Wait, I was, don't explain. I was sick. I was sick. Don't explain. I was sick. I was sick. Don't. Yeah, we know you're tight. No, we know I, you're tight. I, I was sick. We understand dude. you're a sick rapper, okay? <laughs> All right, I understand kind of the like voice. It's your voice, right? But you got to have like a little tone to it. You got to add some tone to that voice. Tone to. You got to have some tone to it. Okay, all right, all right. Let me play. Listen. You're getting real critiques. I know. All right. This is the closest you're ever going to get to greatness unless you step it up, my friend. This, this right here is, we call him Don Musica okay. because he knows everything. Don. Don. See. Yeah, right. Don. Get Don. All right, here we go. We're ready? How about this? This might be his. Why is there a, like a broken falcon on your video, bro? I saved that. I saved that hawk from getting run over. <laughs> All right. He's got like wounded animals on his <laughs> Peter's gonna love you. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's gonna love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing Peter Allies. <laughs> Look at Jeff. Yeah. Can't stop. Please, <laughs> everybody. You know, you feel little, that, Jeff. A little energy. Here he comes. A lot of energy. Uh huh. Right. Might be high. Oh, I'm really high, folks. Yeah. All right. This is really good. Here we go. Any minute now. Get up, down. 
Kids out down like a Tesla wood. Mash on the gas in the cloud of dust. Y'all motherfuckers can't follow us. Killer on the beat when I finally bust. Trust when I say that I don't play Nathan. Get fucked up like you off that vaping. Taking, tripping, no escaping. Whipping, dipping, no relating. Triple, triple, bangers, bangers. Mamas, hitters, haters, stangers. Bring the anything you want. Got no time to flow on a front. All my motherfuck shit up. Damn, this track is on my nuts. Just like your bitchy wishy Step into a club. Go for a white boy. Fuck, you got off. He's a handshake. He's red as a tomato. I'm nervous as shit, dude. I'm burning up over here. I see up over here. I seen his eyes like laser focused. Nah, dude. I respect you for it. I'll be honest. I respect you for it. It's dope, man. It's it's you're in your own lane. Yeah, you're in your own lane. You're in your own lane. You know what I mean? It's your own lane, and then you're becoming your own. No, no, I'm not gonna stop. I I definitely want to keep going. Forty years, fuck yeah, beats. I'd like to get in a studio where somebody's making the beats where I can sit and just go with the beat. Well, yeah. that's, what you, I, that's what I love to get at. Yeah. You heard it here first. I saw Jeff's eyebrows kind of arch when he heard it a little bit. He was like, uh, well, that's better. You. Yeah, yeah. That, that was better. Like, right. At first, the beat, I was like, oh, shit, where are you going with this? But like, all right. I yeah. see you. That's yeah. dope, man. Right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. Listen. Anyway, Ivana Bowen LLP, that was a master's class on how to listen to actual critique from a professional King Salmon past. Yes. I want to say supermaxhardware.com. I want to say vibes. I want to say cookies, cookies. burners. Burner. Hey. Shout out. Esteban Oreo, Soul Assassins, DJ Muggs. Big shout out to Gabby and his friends and his family. And Mr. D. Shout out to Mr. D if you're listening out there. Mr. D. The out there. Put us in a video. Let's shoot some Uzis at fucking people. Hey, all the homies <laughs> upstate, all the companies. Marada's upstate and uh, the city of Santa Monica. All the American Indians, the reservations, the Modoc people, Geronimo, the Mescaleros, the fucking. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to the Oneidas and the Jamestown Sklalums. Fucking. The war ain't over, baby. I want to give a shout out to the Lucianos. Hey. Vincent and Sophia. Yeah. Hi. And a big shout out to O Blue Eyes and Coit. And Coit. Yeah, Coit. And like we do about this time. Adios, amigos. Okay. Okay. Get zapped out. (laughs) So you get zapped out like a Tesla. What? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.